What is good? What's good, everybody? Back with it again with the white vans, with the Detroiter covering sports in the Motor City, Mitten State. I feel good. I feel pretty good today. Don't know why. Don't know why. Don't know what there is to feel good. There's a couple of things. I don't know. It's a fun day in sports. I was just at home, back in the Mitten State, back in the Motor City. This past weekend, had a little wedding. Got to hang out with the family. That was a good time. Got to go downtown. Um, got to go to Farmington Hills. That was cool, right? Everybody loves a trip. Northville, I was in the village of Northville. Everybody loves going there. It was a good time. And then we come back this week. It's good. I'm sunshine, right? It's warm outside. I'm feeling good. I went and hung out in Laguna Beach. It's at a fake place. It's a fake place that's down the road from me. There's cliffs. I'm with my friends. Cold ones. Cold ones. And um, pretty good sports. Pretty good sports stuff, all things considered. We got the Tigers opening day a few away. The Red Wings beat the Pens tonight. Um, LCA sounded like a playoff game. If you can believe that, LCA sounded like a playoff game. The Lions, we got Jamison Williams up and six mile at a Coney Island, hanging out with the people, being amongst the people, learning Detroit, falling in love with the place. You have Hayomi. The Tigers, oh, we already talked about the Tigers. The Pistons, we're not going to talk about. Lamar Jackson requested a trade. It'd be cool if he went to Detroit. No, let me rephrase. It'd be fun if he went to Detroit. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, Michigan State, Jeremy Fears, Xavier Booker balling out. Dude, my, my eye, if you're watching on my eye. Oh, my God. I feel like I have a piece of glass in my eye, dude. This thing is fucked. Xavier Booker, Jeremy Fears balling out in the U, or in the uh, McDonald's All-American game. What else is going on? Michigan football has been on a recruiting hot streak. Michigan State hasn't done shit. Um, well, they're going to miss out on Merklinger in a couple days, so they've done that. They've missed on a couple guys. There's some good sports stuff. I don't know if we'll touch on everything. I don't know how deep we'll go on anything, but there's some fun stuff. I'm feeling good. I didn't do any pods when I was at home. I was there. I went last Wednesday. Didn't do any pods while I was home. Um, This is the first one back, and it feels good to be back. Every time I take more than – I'm usually doing two, three episodes a week, depending on what's going on. Anytime I, like, skip that number, anytime it's, like, one a week – my, the next time I do it, I feel like I haven't sat in this chair in a year. I'm fired up to be here. There's some fun topics today, which at the end of March, being a Detroit sports fan, having fun topics to discuss in the, at the end of March, that's a miracle around here. We don't have the Red Wings making a playoff push. The Tigers starting might be worse than the Tigers not starting, in my opinion. Like I might be more frustrated as a fan that baseball's starting again. Um, the Pistons are they they clinched the top three lottery <laughs> or the top odds in the lottery. They clinched a top three pick, I believe. If I if I read the headline right, they're like 16 and 58, something just unbelievable like that. Right. They're doing the reverse Warriors, breaking records for losing games. And footballs were the farthest possible away from the season. College basketball just ended. I mean, we're like in a dark day of Detroit sports. The end of March, the month of April, that's no fun. May, June, and then July, at least you can start to get, you know, there's a little football in the air. But my God, March has got to be the worst of the worst. As far as you possibly can be from the Lions team who we're excited about. Michigan fans, Lord knows they're excited about Harbaugh. MSU fans, I'm more excited I don't know. I guess I was fairly excited last year, but I think we'll be better this year. I'm kind of excited to see what we got. I'm not excited like, let's go win the Big Ten excited, but I'm excited like, let's fucking, what about nine games? What if we won nine games? That'd be great. Let's go win nine games this year. I'm that kind of excited. Far away. College basketball. We just had a fun little run. Sweet 16, got bounced, whatever. It was fun though. I had a good time. It made the, it made the tournament far better. I'm happy that they had the Sweet 16 as opposed, you know, the NIT Michigan fans. You've been miserable even longer. And the Detroit Tigers are coming back, and it's like, I don't want to watch those guys. 
You know what I mean? I don't want to even think. I was kind of excited last year for the Detroit Tigers. Eduardo Rodriguez. Who were the other guys? Fucking uh, Meadows, Austin Meadows. Javi Baez. Like, we're bringing in a couple guys. Torkelson's there. Riley Green. I went into the season last year for the Tigs. Like, I don't know. I know the White Sox are really good. I know the uh, Twins got Correa. I don't know, though. I don't know. Let's let's see what the Tigers got. And they absolutely shit the bed. They shit the bed to the point where you got to burn it. There's no cleaning that thing. They shit the bed so hard that it soaked through the mattress down to the frame. It stained the stained wood, if you can believe that. That's how badly the Tigers shit the bed last year. And it probably wasn't even halfway through, maybe a quarter of the way through, maybe a fifth of the way through the season last year. It's just like, okay, here we go again the same shit again and it's another rebuild and we're doing nothing nobody's exciting even these young guys green was awesome riley green's fucking sweet but torkelson's not having a great year but do struggled mightily after a pretty good rookie year casey mize isn't throwing Tarek scooball he's fine Matt Manning, all right, he's okay. Like, everybody's just, eh, they're fine. I don't know. We're losing 100 games, so nobody can be that great, right? And it's just the same thing over and over and over. Now, Scott Harris, he's taken over the GM responsibilities, thank God, right? Off-brand Penguin hadn't been getting it done. Never once really got it done. Like, I'm trying to think what Alavila did, though. It was like, hey, that's a good move. I don't Drafting Torque and Mize? I mean, they were 1-1. They were both the can't-miss guys, can't-miss guys of their draft classes. They were the shoe in 1-1s. Even those guys, they're not looking so great at this juncture. I'm not saying give up on Mize, give up on Torque. I'm not saying that. But as an unbiased observer at this point in their careers, it doesn't look great for the first overall pick. (laughs) A team that was desperate for any semblance of talent in the fucking heart of a rebuild where you just need somebody. I don't care if they're the water boy. You need someone who is elite at what they do. Just something, some sort of infusion of talent. One guy with a mindset who's like, I'm good at this. Anything, just a little bit of life. And those, it's a little bit of slippery slopes with those guys. Riley Green, now he's shored that up. He's been sweet. He was sick last year. I'm excited to watch him again this year. Making plays in center, um, swinging the bat. He will probably be the best bat in the lineup, I would assume. I mean, if we're basing Torkelson's future performance off his past, it's tough to say he's going to be better than Riley Green swinging the thing. Um, Javi, no. He's going to strike out a trillion times, and every pitch he strikes out on will hit the dirt. This is the way it goes with him. Scope was bad last year. Maybe he rebounds. Wouldn't count on it. Uh, Eric Koss, you know, he has a sweet stroke. It looks pretty when he gets a hold of him. He's fine. He's fine. He's not anything to write home about. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, he's doing the victory tour, you know, six pack of Coronas, maybe a little bit of Burger King on, in the dugout for him each night. We'll see. He'll be just kind of there for the vibes, right? He's there to, to you know, visit every ballpark one last time, shake a couple hands, party in each city. He's there to see the country one last time, right? He's having fun. He likes playing in Detroit. He gets treated well. It's great. It's great. He's not there to win baseball games, though. Um, Miggy's not here to anymore to try and win an MVP, right? There's no triple crown that he goes to bed thinking about. He goes to bed like, well, I've had Corona 14 days in a row. Maybe we'll try this Oberon everyone talks about up here. He's that's what he's that's on his mind going to the ballpark. And I don't know, Ryan Kreidler, maybe supposed to be a, a decent second baseman. Okay. Maybe Torque was supposed to be able to hit cleanup on the day he was drafted. So, sure, maybe. I hope so. Um, I, you know, I don't know, though. Akil Badu, does he find it again? Okay, great. Casey Mize, he's, is he going to pitch? And if he does, what, what's the guy off Tommy John who wasn't that great before that Tommy John looked like? Tarek Skubal, is he ever going to take the jump? Kind of waited on that jump last year, never really came. Is he ever going to go above and beyond just being like, yeah, pretty good. Is he ever going to get better than that? Matt Manning, I believe last year was Manning's rookie year, so we got a little bit more time on him, but same deal. Is he going to take a jump? Is it going to be like, whoa, look out for Matt Manning? Is there going to be anything there? I don't know. Uh, we got that kid from Texas, Jackson Joe. Like, there's a couple other prospects on the mound. Eduardo Rodriguez, okay. What do you have, like a four ERA, five ERA before he disappeared? 
If he sticks around, is he going to do anything? I don't know. Wouldn't bet on it. Like, we have a Turnbull coming back. Had the no-hitter. Perfect game, whatever it was. Is he going to do? I don't – probably not. No-hitter. It wasn't a perfect game. I just – outside of Riley Green, where do I look for let's go Tigers? Where do I look for, hey, this, this is going to be buy those season tickets. It's going to be a, a hot seat filling in the Comerica every night. Where, where do I look and get that? I don't want to be a downer. You know what I mean? I want to be an upper. I want to be an upper, dude. I want to be the cocaine of human beings, except you don't feel shitty after you talk to me. That's it. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin anyone's hopes and dreams. I don't want to sour your baseball season. If you're sitting there going, Tigers are going to win the central. What do you mean? We're going to have seven MVP candidates on the team. I don't want to get in your way. I my I hate being the negative Nancy, but we're talking about the Tigers. It's opening day. I'm here to tell you how I feel. That's how I feel. Where do I look with the Detroit Tigers that gives me a sense of optimism? Where's the thing that makes me go, 500's not crazy. Where's the thing that makes me say that? Where's the make me thing that makes me say that? Going 500 doesn't sound that crazy. Point to what? Point. Riley Green? Okay. What's the next thing? What's the next thing that I'm going to bank on that hasn't happened yet? What's the next thing that I'm supposed to be like, oh, that will happen even though it hasn't? Where is it? I don't know. Maybe Torkelson. He's got too much talent. He's too good of a prospect. He's too good of a hitter. He, he learned the off-speed game. Like I, He's going to be great. Okay. Maybe. Based on last year, I don't know. I don't know. If you said put money on it, I'd say no, dude. How about you give me money instead because I'll go get lunch with it. That's what I would say. I wouldn't sit here and go, oh, Torkelson? Minus 12,000 for over 30 home runs or whatever it is, or plus 12,000 over 30 home runs. Put the house on it. I'd say Vegas always knows. You know what I mean? I I don't want to be a downer. I want to be excited, but I got excited. I got excited. And the fairest thing that people could be saying right now, the fairest thing Detroit fans say about any like any relative sports argument or, or thought, well, you're so patient with the Detroit Lions. Why not show that same patience for the Tigers? You've been sitting by the Lions for 25 years now through absolute malfeasance, through train wreck after train wreck, watching a football franchise operate at the level a classroom of five-year-olds operates just not well not functional nothing about it could you relate to the word smooth nothing but you stand by 25 years 16 Sundays a year you're planted in front of a television wearing Honolulu blue yelling about offsides calls yelling about the run game yelling about the offensive play calling for what when did you why didn't you pull the plug on them they had the picks Joey Harrington you remember a guy like that there's a name for you. They've had the talent. Megatron, um, Matthew Stafford, can't get it done. couple good defenses in Dominic Sioux. We've had some talent. We've had some teams, and they said, stand by, stand game. Lost games in incredible ways. I mean, invented ways to come out on the short end of a football game. You've been so patient with them, and now you're riding high, and now it's Brad Holmes. Why can't you do that with the Detroit Tigers? That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, I guess I can try to explain why. Number one, the Lions are my favorite. Football's my favorite. I'm just never they, they could lose a thousand games in a row. I'd I never stop. I'll never stop watching them. Now I hear you on the why do you have optimism? Why do you do this? <sighs> Couple things is I wouldn't say I always have optimism in them. I have optimism maybe to an extent. Like last year, this past season, we went nine and eight. Before the season, you can go back and find the podcast. Listen to the Detroit Lions season preview. Before the season, I wasn't sitting there going, they're making the playoffs, book it. I was saying seven to nine wins. Maybe, maybe they fuck around and make the wild card interesting. That was my assessment. I was dead nuts. I, I'm, a, I, I'm a fucking genius, dude. I almost called it exactly. But I wasn't sitting there going, they're going to make the playoffs. Fuck yeah, this is our year. I was optimistic, but I'm not being crazy optimistic. State this past football season, I wasn't sitting here going, let's win the big time. I was like, let's win. I didn't think it'd be five and seven. I was like, let's win seven to nine games. 
I'd be seven. I'd be like, eh, eight. I'd be like, okay, nine. I'd be like, good season. That's kind of, that was my range. No big 10. Try to beat Michigan. We're going to fucking get murdered by OSU. Um, Penn state's probably going to take us behind the woodshed too. And Washington's going to be no fun. That was kind of my assessment. Not so good. I was optimistic. I wasn't crazy. I'm not talking about winning the big 10. I'm not talking about a college football playoff. I like to be optimistic, but I don't, I can't do the like, Oh my God, the, the Detroit Red Wings, we're going to win the Stanley cup next year. That's crazy. That's not real. That's, that's a fake thing. That's a fake thing. And nobody likes fake things. Everyone likes authentic. You gotta be yourself. You gotta speak what you believe. You gotta stick with your heart. You ever watch a movie? Never turn on Disney Channel or ABC Family. And you ever see somebody on the screen go, hey, Jimmy, you got to listen to what's in here and point at his heart. You ever see that? Come on. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. I'm listening to my heart. I'm saying what it believes, saying what it's written on it. The Detroit Tigers. Why should I believe they'll win 82 games? We'll see. I mean, I'll, I'm going to be opening day. Tigers head on. Um, the new Detroit design I cooked up, the fucking cleanest design of all time, the Detroit mascots design on my body, probably my black Lululemon pants on my legs, pair of white mid-calf socks. Um, and then I don't know on the shoe choice. I got this pair of orange blazers, right? Orange Tigers colors, probably those. I'm, I'm going to be dressed up. I'm going to be watching the game. I'm going to be cheering. I'll probably FaceTime my friends back home. They'll be heavy. They'll be down. They'll be face deep in beers at this point. I'll give them a FaceTime. Fellas, how's it going? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll see what's – I'll be locked in. Opening weekend, of course. It's a tradition unlike any other. That doesn't mean I, – I probably – July 12th, I'm probably not watching the Tigers game that day. Now, maybe they play the Los Angeles Angels – in Anaheim, I will be watching the Tigers that day, if that's the case. But otherwise, probably not. You know, eh, they're winning and, and we're hanging around. All right, fine. But I just don't see it. We didn't make any splash pickups. The rookies we do have, again, I keep saying it, outside of Riley Green, there's no real reason to sit there and go, whoa, dude, it's going to be a great year at Tigers baseball. There's no real, there's not really a reason for that. I know it sucks, but I think I'm telling the truth. We'll see. I'm excited for the Tigers to start for the city. I'm excited for the Tigers to start for people that love baseball. I have friends that love baseball. Um, guys that you know too, like a Chris Castellani. That guy lives, breathes, and shits baseball. He doesn't eat. Never. But if he did, it would be baseball. Like, that dude's been chomping at the bit for the Tigers to start. This guy's watched every Tigers game for the last, like, 10 years. How? I don't know. Give him a fucking award or something. I'm excited for those people to have it back in their lives. I'm excited for the people in the city to be able to go to a ball game, going to, no matter how bad they are, going to a Tigers game never gets old. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not, like, psyched. I'm not running down the street. I didn't really realize opening day was this week until, like, a couple hours ago, to be honest with you, like it's, I'll probably watch some Padres baseball. I'll probably be a little bit deeper into the pods. If we're being totally honest, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to come on and, and soil your sweet. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to come on and lie. That's not what I do. It's not what I like to do. It's not what I'll ever do. But that's kind of the Tigers preseason assessment, I guess. I hope the rookies are better. Who's the one guy we got? I will. I forgot. Nick Maton. Apparently, he's been raking in spring training. Maton. Maton. I don't know. He's been raking. I guess we got him in the. Uh, who was the fucking closer? Uh, not Juan Soto. Gregory Soto deal. Apparently, he's been raking. So hopefully, he's good. We'll see. Like that'll be cool. I don't know. I just yeah. <laughs> Quick break. We're gonna talk Red Wings. I want to talk this atmosphere at LCA. Um, and just I don't know. I was thinking about the young guys. They just called up Wallinder, uh, who else? Carter Mazur and Marco Casper. They call them the North America now that their seasons are done overseas or in college. We've got some guys like Berggren scored tonight. Dylan Larkin was great. 
tonight. Most cider contributed tonight. Like we've got the Edvinsons been in and out of the lineup up in Detroit. Soderblom made an appearance this year. Like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm maybe it's cause I listened to spit and chicklets today. Maybe it's because I listen to a three-hour hockey podcast and they're just gassing up talking about the playoffs and these teams are in battles and who's going to make it. And the Red Wings are nowhere to be heard of again. But I, And I watch the guys and they make a couple plays and we know it's Stevie Y and we know, hey, I know it's not been great for the Red Wings, but they got help on the way. This young core that Stevie Y's put together, there's something there. Sebastian Cosa is a brick wall in Toledo. Like there's different things with these guys. I don't know. I just want to talk about it for a little bit. Just get air it out for a moment. Then the other thing I want to talk about today, we talked Sweet 16. Um, I should talk Michigan football at some point, just the run they're going on recruiting-wise, but I probably won't today because I don't want this episode to be too long. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see uh, what the cards have in play when I store them away. I want to talk a little bit about the Lions. I just want to talk about the Lamar thing. A little bit. Um, the Jamison shit was cool seeing him hang out on Six Mile, like I said. The Coney Island. He seemed gassed up, dude. He was fucking talking. This guy's wearing a Lions varsity jacket. He's dapping him up. We're about to turn up. He was getting hype. He feels like they're about to win some fucking ball games. Fired me up. It's cool seeing him amongst the people, too. It's cool seeing celebrities. I know he's like 21, 22, 23. Um, not celebrities, but athletes, which I guess they are celebrities. It's cool seeing those guys do everyday shit, especially in Detroit. Like, it's sweet to see somebody embrace the culture of Detroit. You know what I mean? Everybody, those Brad, Mar- Brad Marchands of the world love to run their fucking mouths about it. It's cool to see someone come in and, like, step right in line and just – he's right with it immediately. It's cool. And it's a young guy, and he's a dynamic player. And he, when he did touch the ball last year, it was fucking electric. And we haven't e- seen nothing yet from him. He's going to get unleashed this year. He's going to add a new element to the offense. He's about to be a dog. He's about to make a name for himself. Forget Detroit. Everybody in the league is going to know the name Jamison Williams. He's going to be on SportsCenter Top 10 every fucking week. Scott Hansen is going to say his name 40 times a Sunday. It's going to be nuts. It's cool to see him hanging out. It's cool. But I do want to talk about the Lamar thing. Not that the Lions should go get him or it makes sense or we have to or any of that shit. Not in the football sense of like, oh, do we win games? How do we win the Super Bowl? Not that way. Just the way of it would be fucking awesome. It would be fucking awesome. Take all the logic aside. Take, I don't want to say winning games, but take like roster management or cap space aside. Take all of the the legal, boring, square bullshit aside. Lamar Jackson in Detroit would be so sick if we had to pay him 40 mil and we had to give up two first round picks, like whatever it is. Yeah, it's probably not wise to do that. But let's just say we did and it happened and you woke up tomorrow and Lamar Jackson, the former NFL MVP, is on the Detroit Lions. Just pretend. Fine. You don't think it makes sense, but don't tell me that wouldn't be fun. Don't try to tell me how it wouldn't be cool. Don't try to act so upset with it that like, if it did happen, there wouldn't be a little bit of you that goes, oh, shit. We just got Lamar fucking Jackson. Don't give me that. I can't stand it. And it doesn't, you're just, it's not real. You're not going to be excited if we get Lamar Jackson. Quick break. Come on. Come on. Come on, dude. I'm on Ross St. Brown. DeAndre Swift. David Montgomery. Jamison Williams. Whoever we get to replace DJ Chark. Maybe a free agent. Maybe Quentin Johnson. Maybe Jackson Smith and Jigball. Though I don't know if he would make the most sense. Somebody, though. They're not going to leave that spot open. Someone else is coming in. That offensive line. Ben Johnson. The way Jared, uh, I almost said Jared Goff, he's getting replaced though. He'd be getting replaced in this scenario. That's my bad. Imagine those weapons with Lamar jo- with Lamar Jackson. Don't tell me you wouldn't be excited. Word came out the other day. Lamar says, I requested a trade on March 2nd. He's trying to get the fuck out of Baltimore. They've never given him an offense. They've never given him a, a wide receiving core. They failed to patch up the offensive line. Um, And now they're refusing to pay him. So he's saying, you know what? 
fuck that. You guys are about to see how much I'm worth when you win four games next year and I take my new team to the playoffs. He's betting on himself, and I love it. Had a couple injuries. He's a former NFL MVP. Yeah, he runs it a lot. It fucking works. Yeah, he's a little inaccurate throwing the ball. He's been in the NFL four seasons. Every single one of those seasons, the Baltimore Ravens have gone to the playoffs. One of those seasons, he won an MVP award. He's a dynamic player. He's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. I know he runs it. I know he's been a little banged up. There are other guys with far worse track records than his, health-wise, inaccuracy-wise, not showing up in the big game-wise. Dude's been in the division, happened to come into the league the same time a guy named Pat Mahomes did, same time a guy named Josh Allen did, same time a guy named Joe Burrow did. There is a vacancy in the NFC. It's Jalen Hurts. Dak, maybe. Dak, maybe. And then what? who? And then who? Don't say Jimmy G. Are you going to say Jimmy G? Okay. Okay, Jimmy G. I guess Matthew Stafford, no disrespect to the guy. I love him to death. You know how I feel. He's old. He was injured last year. Does he re- like, uh, really? I, I'm surprised that Stafford's going to strap it up again. I am surprised. After the injuries this past year, he got the ring like – you live in LA. He's got kids. Okay. Matthew Stafford. I don't, who else? Who else? Not Geno Smith. You're not going to talk about Geno Smith. Lamar Jackson could go to the NFC and become the second best or best quarterback the day he switches over. I mean, it's him or, J- it's him or Jalen Hurts. And there's no other discussion even. There's no one you can even try to convince me is better than Lamar Jackson in the mm-hmm. NFC. Dude's been playing against the best of the best the whole time he's been in the league, quarterback-wise. I know when it comes to the Cats, it doesn't make sense. Golf was good last year. He's making a bunch of money. You don't want to pay Lamar even more money. And then on top of that, you got to give up the first-round picks. I understand. It doesn't make sense. Save the money. Give it to another offensive lineman. Go grab a linebacker. Patch up different parts of the team. Fine. I understand. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. The person right. Stop. Stop. Listen to my voice. Imagine all the people. The person freaking out in their car right now. I agree with you. I agree. You're right. Does that make you feel better? You're right. I said it. You're right. The Lions shouldn't go get Lamar Jackson. The Lions should not trade for Lamar Jackson. They should not move on from Jared Goff and try to go get Lamar Jackson. You're absolutely right. That said, a few other things are true. One, Lamar Jackson is better than Jared Goff. I'm sorry, that's a fact. Lamar Jackson is better than Jared Goff. It's not even up for the question of debate. He would give the Detroit Lions a better chance to win a Super Bowl. If all other things were equal and you could swap out Lamar and Jared, Lamar gives you a better chance to win a Super Bowl. That's a fact. Now, the stipulation, like we mentioned, if you do get Lamar, then maybe you have a little bit worse of this, a little bit worse of that. Okay. The other thing that's a fact, it would be so fucking fun. You wouldn't understand what to do with yourself. Like, can we understand that? Us as Lions fans, if Lamar decided to come here, we've never lived through a period of time like that. Like what that would be, we've never seen anything like that. Just as far as the media coverage, like the popularity of the Detroit Lions, the number of games they would win, like the success of the team. Um, We'd be outside of like the Dallas Cowboys, the Niners, maybe the Packers. They're going into a rebuild. We'd be like the center of the football universe. We'd be kicking off first take fucking every day, dude. Lamar Jackson with the Detroit Lions, with this team that we got right now, yeah, if you had to pay him like that, maybe it'd fall apart in two or three years, right? We've got built right now. That's much more sustainable. Absolutely, I get it. Like I said, I'm not saying they should, but don't sit here and tell me that wouldn't be the coolest shit you've ever seen. 
everybody would talk about the Lions. You thought we were hyped up with hard knocks this year? If we got Lamar Jackson, everybody would talk about us. Fucking some ki- kid in Arlington, Texas. Probably not Arlington, Texas. Horrible, horrible example. Some kid in Orlando, Florida would be a Detroit Lions fan because Lamar Jackson is their quarterback. Like we would be that bit. We'd be on Monday night twice, Sunday night twice, every other Thursday. Like we'd be at prime time a trillion times. We'd host a playoff game. This team right now with Lamar Jackson is winning, is winning the NFC North. They just are. I I don't care how good Fields is. Um, I don't care about what the Vikings have coming back. I don't care that Jordan Love is going to be Aaron Rodgers. I don't care about any of that shit. That all those fan bases will tell you. I don't care. Maybe they're all true. Lamar Jackson with the Lions this year, winning the NFC North, they are. Maybe it's not the wisest. Probably not. For long-term success and sustainability and being in the playoffs, not only this year, but five years from now, is it the right move? No. But my God, would it be fucking fun. My God, would it be fun. The Detroit Lions go get Lamar Jackson like, You can't tell me that day if it happened, like I said, before the break. You can't tell me if that happened. If you go to bed tonight and you wake up tomorrow and you see Woj, Lamar Jackson, (laughs) Lamar Jackson to the Detroit Lions, you can't tell me your heart wouldn't start going. You'd fucking call your dad, bro. I think you'd call your dad. I, I legit think you would call your dad. Holy shit. You'd call your roommates from college. You guys fucking see that? You go, Lamar Jackson, number eight, how much? $200. No, no, never mind. But you would check on the price of a jersey. Lion season tickets, what are we working with? What, you'd fucking freak out. You could hate it. You could be totally and unequivocally opposed to the move. You would still have a little fucking jolt to you, though, wouldn't you? You'd still be chattering at work about the Lions. Hey, you see what the Lions did? <laughs> see what we did? See who we traded for? Hey, buddy. Hey, how's your sandwich? You see who the Lions got? You'd be talking to anybody who would listen. You'd be sitting there like a crackhead talking to a brick wall. The Lions, we got Lamar. Going to be able to run from the back. And David Montgomery, we'd, yeah. Like, you'd be, you wouldn't be able to stop. Okay, yep, maybe not the smartest. Cap space next year, two years. Cap's going to get tough. We're going to have to let some guys go. The offensive line might fall apart. Okay, now we got some problems. Sure, absolutely. But the funness, it would be, it would be incredible. A lot of people. So a lot of people talking about it because how couldn't you? Like you should be interested. Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, they've they a should have and b for sure have had conversations about Lamar Jackson. They've definitely discussed it for sure. They came out. Jared Goff's their guy. They're good at quarterback. They're not worried about it. I get it. Maybe there's little smokescreen for the draft with that. Maybe they're not thinking about Lamar at all with those quotes. I don't know. Um, but they said that. I would have no reason not to believe them. And I agree. Jared Goff is our guy. He's making a ton. We're good. I've been there. We've talked about that. But it would be fun as fuck. And he's a guy you have to at least kick the tires on. At least be like, well, what about can we? Can we? They don't grow Lamar Jacksons on on trees. You think any of these guys in the draft, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Hendon Hooker, Will Levis, whoever the fuck you want to say, the odds of them becoming Lamar Jackson are like that. Like that. It's fucking so tiny. No, it's tiny. Tiny. The odds that they become the shadow of Lamar Jackson are stacked against them. So I don't know. It's, I do know. I do know. I'm sorry. I don't know why you said that. I didn't mean to lie to you. I do know. It's not the right move, but it would be, it would be something. And I just don't understand all the people who are absolutely like, if you mention it, they're like, you're crazy. If you mention it, they go, how the fuck are Lions fans talking about that? If you mention it, you're an idiot. I disagree. I mean, it's a conversation that's worth having. That's the best way to put it. It's a conversation worth having. He's a player you talk about. He's a player when he requests a trade, every single GM in the NFL should call their head coach, should talk to whoever they need to and be like, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson's on the other line. Everybody should do that or you're not doing your job properly. And I talked about it a few weeks ago when the reports first came out that they, what, franchise tagged them, didn't want to pay them. And then like six NFL GMs came out and said they're not interested. 
like teams like the Falcons and the Colts. What? What? Imagine being a team without a QB right now and not being interested in Lamar Jackson. Are you fucking out of your mind? Are you are you a dumb person? Are you out of your mind? Like the Falcons and the Colts GM should be fired on the spot for saying that. The Colts, the Indianapolis Colts, aren't interested in Lamar Jackson. The guys who haven't really had a steady quarterback that they could rely on since Peyton Manning. You could say Andrew Luck. That guy was hurt all the time, and then he retired uh, before, I don't know. He retired suddenly, though. Carson Wentz. Who's the other dude from the Pats? I don't know. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, but you know who I'm talking about. Sam Ellinger's getting snaps. They're not interested in Lamar Jackson. Are you fucking nuts? That's absurd. That's asinine. Lions are a team that don't need them. Lions are a team that one of the few that it doesn't make a ton of sense for because we got a QB who performed well, who makes a lot of money. Not a lot of teams that have that. I'd still be like, well, maybe. I think it's insane to write it off altogether. It's Lamar fucking Jackson. Guy won an NFL MVP. You don't just do that. You don't just trip out of bed in the morning and win an NFL MVP. That's not how that works. You're not just a running back and win the MVP and in the same league as Patrick Mahomes. That doesn't just, oh, shit, I fucked up and won the MVP. No, no. I don't know. It's 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 weird how, how anti-Lamar people are. I'm like, dude, it's not that crazy of an idea. I promise. Red Wings. Red Wings, Red Wings, Red Wings. Let me take a sip of this water, huh? Let me take a sip of this water. If you're watching on YouTube, cheers. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That stuff's good. I'll never understand the people who don't like water. I have a cousin just doesn't drink water. Um, I don't understand it though. Like I re- I don't know. I don't know how you can survive on that. Just doesn't drink water. It's fucking wild, dude. I love water. It shit tastes so good. Red Wings beat the pen seven, four hurts the Bedard odds. Honestly, um, kind of the biggest takeaway from the game hurts the Bedard odds. Give me Bedard. Give me Fantelli. Give me one of those two guys. Please, 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 Gary Bettman, please. You and I both know this shit isn't fair. You and I both know there's not the equal number of percentages of lottery balls. You and I both know that you know who's going to win that draft lottery before the night even begins. Don't fuck with me. Please, please. I get it. It's a business. You got to make your money. You got to get the eyeballs, right? You need to make the deal with ESPN and then you get the money and then you pay the players. I understand. Please, if you know what's good for you, if you know what's good for your league, and if you have any shred of a moral compass, do what's right. Do what should have been done long ago. Throw the Detroit Red Wings a bone. Please, Please, Gary Bettman, please. We've missed out on every number one pick ever. We were the worst team in the NHL for like four fucking years. Never once. Never once moved up in the draft lottery. Never once. Forget winning the first pick. Have never once moved up. Yes, we were upset. Yes, we complained. Yes, we cried. Time has passed. We're a little bit better now. We're not so desperate that we'll feel wronged if we don't get the first pick. Or the second. But there's a debt to be paid, Gary. There's a karma debt to be paid. We missed out on all those big names. Never moved up year after year. Just just a, uh, an embarrassment of a hockey club getting no help. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Everybody has the right number of ping pong balls. Okay. Okay. I don't believe you. Do what's right. Get the Detroit Red Wings one of the centers. One of the biggest brands in hockey. Fans across the country, across the globe. 
merchandise that sells like hotcakes. I would assume one of the better selling jerseys in the league when there's a jersey to sell, when there's a player to sell. Um, iconic sports franchise. Forget the NHL, right? The most successful American franchise, I would say, right? I think I'm right about that. You are going to make money if the Detroit Red Wings are good. Ratings go up when the Red Wings are the ones on Saturday night on TNT or whatever the hell you do. Ratings go up when the Detroit Lions, or Detroit Lions, when the Detroit Red Wings are in playoff series. Ratings go up when the Detroit Red Wings have electric young talent. I'm not just saying this because I'm a Red Wings fan. I'm not just saying this because I think we deserve it. I'm not just saying this because I'm biased. I'm not just saying this because I'm tired of losing, Gary. I'm saying this because I want you to make money. I want this league to have so much cash, they make NBA contracts look like peanuts. (laughs) That's the truth of it, Gary. I couldn't care less about the Red Wings. It doesn't matter how many games they win. I don't need a guy. um, What? What? I look like a guy? I look like a guy that cares about how many goals the Red Wings are scoring. I look like a guy who cares about having a true, bona fide, game-changing, difference-making, Connor McDavid replicating first-line center. Not me. No. I want your league to make money. I want you to make money, Gary. I want you to get on that quarterly shareholders call, and I want your back to be stroked like Dr. Evil's Mr. Bigglesworth. I want the shareholders to... Give you one of those under the table, bud. I want you to go home, sleep in a silk robe. I want you to have four different houses on Montauk or in Montauk. I don't know which it is alone. That's what I want, Gary. I want you to come out and present the Stanley Cup and the fans that cheer harder and cheer louder than they did all game. That's what I want for you. It's not about me, Gary. It's not about the Red Wings. It's not about my fandom. It's about you and money and making money and Gary Bettman being rich and eating lobster for breakfast and champagne for dinner and flying private and women that, oh, they've never seen a a league run so well. You're so organized and handsome and they love how short you are. That's what I want for you, Gary. And it'd be nice to to do right by the world too, wouldn't it? It'd be nice to kind of restore order to the to the nature of things, wouldn't it? It'd be nice, like your father's NHL, wouldn't it? It'd be nice to see the greats back up and fighting like they should be, like it was meant to be, like, like they did when this league was great, Gary. So please throw Bedard. Please throw Fantilli to the Red Wings. Please make the right choice. Please make money. Please give the big brand a player. It doesn't even need to be the player. Give us one of them, Gary. Please. Thank you. Hopefully that works. Hopefully that works. Hopefully that gets us Adam Fantilli, at least. Hopefully. We'll see. Game tonight was like a playoff game, dude. I, I It's crazy because the Red Wings, we've been out of it for a bit. Um, dead dog fucking smells like shit. Roadkill. Deer carcass with maggots in it. Dead. Dead as fuck. Uh, it's colder than a cold body. Have been too for a while. Like a month, it feels like. Maybe a little bit less, but we've been dead for a while. No, not a month. Three weeks we've been dead. We've been dead for a good bit here, right? It's still cold in Michigan. The wind's howling. It's that time of the year where you're like, fucking A, man. Come on already. Let's get a little bit of warm weather. And it's the Penguins there in a playoff chase. They're look Sid and Sid and Malkin. They're not getting any younger. They're in a heated playoff battle. They got to collect points if they want to make the playoffs. I don't know how many more runs. They don't know how many more runs they're going to have with one of the best players to ever live. And I guess you could say the same about Evgeny Malkin, huh? They don't know what's next. These two guys have been running the franchise since I was in like middle school, elementary, even they don't know what comes next. They don't know what their next move is. They're trying to squeeze the life out of it. They need these points. They got to go beat a Detroit team who isn't going to make the playoffs, who's got nothing to play for, as a matter of fact, has everything to lose for. That's who they got to go to Detroit to play. 
and the Wings win at 7-4, and it was a good game. Like I said, Larkin's making some plays, three-point night. Berggren scored. David Perron, he had a hat trick. Nice to see him finally show up. Uh, Mo Sider had a point. I think Nadelkovic, he led in a couple of angles, but he had some nice saves, and the place was fucking jumping. The place was jumping. Now, credit where credit's due. Pittsburgh fans were loud. Every time Pittsburgh scored, there was a good cheer in that place. And maybe that part or played a little bit of it. Like they, oh shit, we got some Pittsburgh fans. All right, we're going to show them what's up. Like maybe that, the the Wings fans, they were like, you fucking thought you were going to take over our arena just to spite them, to just show them what's up. They got a little louder. Maybe it's because the Pens and the Red Wings have that history. Stanley Cup battles in back-to-back years, 07 or 08, 09. Um Obviously, like Sid and Henrik Zetterberg, John at each other, the Hosa thing. There's some history there. We don't like them. I don't think they like us. It's been 10 years. It's been over 10 years since those playoff series, and I still think that disdain kind of remains, at least amongst Wings fans. I would imagine as well amongst Pittsburgh fans. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but that place was alive, and it was fucking unreal to watch. It was unreal to see the crowd at the Red Wings game. Like – I couldn't believe every time we scored how loud it was, even when we were getting close, just the tension and the buildup. Everybody's were fucking waiting to celebrate. Anybody gets close. There's a shot. It was one of those games where it's like a playoff game, dude. Anytime anyone shoots it, it's a, oh, I could shoot it from center ice. Oh, everybody's just fucking wired and waiting to explode. Everybody wants to win this game. It makes more sense for the Red Wings to lose this game. We will be better off if we lose this game. And everybody in Little Caesars Arena there is fucking foaming at the mouth for a goal. They want Pittsburgh's ass, dude. They want Sidney Crosby stuffed above above a fireplace. It was sick to watch, bro. It was sick to watch. And the young guy's making some plays. And I'm just sitting there the whole time going, please, can we get back here? Can we please get back here? Bedard, Fantilli, they would help. Like Berg, We got some guys where it's like Berggren shows flashes. I, it's a rookie year. He didn't start the year in Detroit. He's young as fuck. He's still got a ways to go, right? Like, he will progress. He will get better. We haven't seen the last of Jonathan Berggren, Jonathan Berggren. But, like, he shows flashes. Dylan Larkin's been great. A a game tonight where it's like, if you're one of the Dylan Larkin haters who said, don't pay him, I don't know how you watch the hockey game tonight and have that stance. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? The guy does everything for the Red Wings. Like, the guy, the guy does everything everything for us what do you mean don't pay dylan larkin most ciders chipping in a little bit and then you read the headlines dude while linder marco casper carter mazer while linder and casper great years in the shl they're coming over for to grand rapids they're two guys where it's like they might fuck around and make the nhl roster next year edvinson he just got plugged in like a week ago maybe two weeks ago from everything i understand i didn't watch all those games I think he looked pretty good in all the games. I like he was bodying guys. Who do you fuck? He laid out Nathan McKinnon in his NHL debut at the blue, debut at the blue line. He scored his first career goal. Like he's making plays. He's comfortable with the puck. He looks pretty fucking good for a guy making his NHL debut the year after he was drafted. Like he looked pretty fucking good, dude. Sebastian Kosa. I'm reading about how he's setting records for the Toledo walleye. He's just unreal for Toledo. They Nobody can get a puck past this guy. It was kind of a questionable decision when Steve Eiserman decided to trade up to take him. This dude's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He's a big motherfucker. Everybody, I don't know about Kosa, just tearing it up right now. Albert Johansson, heard about him in Sweden. Soderblom started the year with the Red Wings. He's a guy... Probably will be a full-timer next year. We've got the Lucas Raymonds, the Joe Valenos, who's been much better this year. Michael Rasmussen was great. Obviously, he's out for the season, and that's – say what you will about Ras. The moment he went out is when we fucking went right downhill. He got hurt for the year, and that's that was it. We did not play well again since that day. He was having an unreal season. I'm just ready. I'm just ready for some actual playoff hockey. Like, I'm watching a team who's dead in the water tonight, and it sounds like a fucking playoff game. Like, that's how badly people want it, man. I, oh, 
and Fantilli or Bedard would go such a long way, bro. If we get Fantilli or Bedard, I would I would vow or vouch to say I would now like I would fair to say I would I would dare. That's what I'm looking for. I'm an idiot for not being able to think of that. If we get Fantilli or Bedard, I'd dare to say like that's a guaranteed cup. That's a guaranteed cup for Steve Eiserman. That's a guaranteed cup for this core. You get Connor Bedard, we're going to win a Stanley Cup at some point in the next 10. Guaranteed at least one next 10 years. Promise. That's what I would say. Just fucking throw us a bone, dude. Fucking throw it, Gary, you pussy. Speaking of the Red Wings, how fucking gas is this hoodie? Hopefully you're watching on YouTube. If you're on the pod, you're not going to be able to see it, but it's the Hockey Town design. Hopefully you know it. Hopefully you've been following long enough. Wait, you like the front? Check out the back, dude. Can you see it? Hopefully that turned out okay. Money. Just in the Red Wing spirit tonight after hearing LCA. Let's go, Red Just people. Ugh, they want to make some history. They want to turn that puppy into the Joe. They want it. They need a couple moments. They want to get loud. They want to build a fucking reputation in that building. They want Hockey Town stamped at center ice. They do. Just help us out. Just give us a little nudge. So, I don't like cheating, but if – we got to, then cheat, Gary. Do it for us, for the Red Wings. Ah, all right, folks. That's all I got today. Hope you have a wonderful week. You have a wonderful day. Probably be back tomorrow. Maybe, probably tomorrow, probably Friday. At least one of the two. Probably both, though. So, appreciate you listening. Appreciate the support. Um, we're going to release some designs this weekend. Going to release a Padres design. Might release a Tigers design. We'll see. Haven't decided. Feeling it out. Fucking around with stuff. We'll see what I come up with. Um, I kind of want to do a Yankees design and might do a Chicago mascots design. So very similar to the mascot design I just did for Detroit. Might fuck around and do a Chicago one. Cubs, White Sox. We'll see. Appreciate everybody. Um, I don't know. Take care. Love you. Have a good day.